In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I tell a less than favorable kid's story, Bill learns a new vocab word, and we give you five keystone habits to ground you in eternal sales success. Is it me? It's you. <laughs> it's okay. It's in there somewhere. Oh, I saw you. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Advanced (laughs) Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. I'm Brian Neal. And we'll be your host for today's episode. We come to you twice a week and have for many, many years, many moons, many episodes. And we love working with you. We love getting email from you. And uh, we love getting comments on how you've taken what we've taught you and what you're hearing here and actually put it to work. So I love it. we appreciate uh, appreciate that. Full decade. Yeah, it is. You can check out the products page on our website, All In, a comprehensive training solution for salespeople, and also the Advanced Selling Podcast Resource Toolkit. And of course, as Brian and I always mention, we are on the road. The Advanced Selling Podcast may be coming to you live in 2000. Not maybe, we will be. We will be. Coming to you live in 2016, booking now for national sales meetings, retreats, trade shows, any kind of association meetings, or even if you have a regional meeting with a handful of people and you want to uh, bring some new ideas into it, send us your uh, company name and we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at listener at We'll get the ball rolling. I like And uh, we, we love, love coming out to see you. And also, again, we've done a lot of the small groups. And there's something valuable about having 10 to 15 people in a room yes. that you can really get intimate and get some change happening. 10 to 15, the proverbial handful of people? That's a proverbial. Yeah, yeah, I think handful. it is. Yeah, I got a big hand, so 10 to 15. Yeah. Uh, well, I had an incident last night at my house. Uh, yeah. You didn't my fall youngest off a hoverboard. kid is nine, did not fall off a hoverboard. Mm. As your kids get older, they start to get sick to their stomach less, right? Yes, when correct, they're really little, they get yeah, sick always, a lot. Yeah. yeah, and the last one's kind of hanging on, and, and the poor kid came down, and God bless him, he, he he went to bed by himself. This is just sweet. He took a bowl with him because his stomach hurt. That's what you do, right? When you're sick, you take yep. a bowl with you just in case, and just in case happened, and he came downstairs, and he handed me this bowl <laughs> oh, that was full of what was his dinner. In this bowl, and there is nothing worse on the planet than seeing someone else's sickness. Well, you hate all that trying not fluid to say the stuff. Word. Yeah. Just yeah. awful. And the poor kid, I mean, you know, got sick some more. And, uh, I think he just kind of overate and had too much fun yeah. time at the pool and that sort of thing. Just one of because he was fine. He was fine the next day, but um, I, I, I'm ready to get out of that stage. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of done handling other people's things like that. Just, <laughs> just kind of gross. Kind of gross. Should do a, you should do a parenting podcast. Should I do a parenting podcast? <laughs> Here's yeah. how not things that I don't miss. <laughs> things that I can't wait to end. But what a Number what one, a gentleman. I mean, he could have he, he could have done that all over the carpet, kid. all over the totally, floor. Totally. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, and he just hung in there and he was tough and. You know, did what you do and Good for that him. sort of thing. And, so, and presented it to you. And not did he so have like a napkin on his? Uh, he did not. Arms, no, he like didn't. But he made her. He just handed it right to me. I'm like, thanks, brother. Appreciate that. <laughs> what a horrible segue this is for a story. <laughs> oh God. We have a new sponsor at the Advanced Selling Podcast, yeah, Brian. We need a bong. Uh, we need a gong. We do. <laughs> don't need a bong. Scratch that. We and need a gong. I really. love these guys. Adobe Marketing Cloud, they're always coming up with new and innovative ways to help you consume content. Adobe Marketing Cloud creates white papers read aloud to keep you up to date and maybe even entertained. Stream or download Adobe White Papers by searching Audio White Papers for Marketing in your iTunes store. Or you can always visit adobe.com. That's A-D-O-B-E.com for more information. Uh, the white paper covers some best practices for customer experience. We talk about this on the podcast a lot, 
How do you give your customers a great experience? You can give your marketing department the tools and autonomy to oversee content management without the need for IT's help. You can create a comprehensive customer profile. In other words, have a 360-degree view of each customer, no matter where they're interacting with your brand. Customers trust social media more than brand-generated content, so you can take advantage of really good user-generated content. And you can move quickly, but you don't have to staff up. You can make your process more efficient by centralizing all of your brand assets. Learn the differences between interaction metrics, engagement metrics, and value metrics to help you figure out which of your creative works. When making changes to your web content management plans, always consider the big picture. Once again, Adobe Marketing Cloud. You can find out more about them at adobe.com. Beautiful. Okay, topic. You got a good lead in here, don't you? I read a book uh, by a guy named Charles Duhigg, D-U-H-I-G-G, Gigi. Like it? Uh, yeah, his wife's name is Gigi Duhigg. Duhiggy. And uh, he wrote a book called The Power of Habit. And I've heard him on a couple of podcasts. And uh, the topic today that we're going to talk about came directly from his book. He talks about habits and how long it takes for them to become habits, <laughs> how long it takes for you to change your behavior. And he has in there what he calls keystone habits. Yep. And keystone habits are those handful of habits that are really important, that if you get those right, the rest of your habits will change accordingly and your results will change. And I thought it was an interesting topic because we talk on the podcast a lot about lots of different tactics and strategies and techniques and, and circumstances and how to handle certain things. But I don't know if you've ever gone back and said, if you, if you do these five things, yeah. the rest of this gets really easy. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about those five habits today. We've uh, brainstormed a little bit and come up with five that we really feel can have a huge impact on, yeah, we on did. your success. And, and this is one of those things that, uh, and I don't know where the word keystone came from. Does that mean like a base or something like that? A keystone is a, a stone that fits in an archway. When you put bricks and you oh, put the keystone up there, it holds oh, it in place. So it's kind of go. the foundational element. I always thought it was an annoying <laughs> thing in PowerPoint when you couldn't get the projector to be totally square on the screen. We call it keystoning, right? Oh, like my my PowerPoint is keystoning on the screen, and I've, I've got to never. Like, you've never heard that? I've never heard. Are that. you serious? Oh yeah. Keystoning me, it's, it's keystoning like yeah. If it gets too close or it's too low, like the top line of the your presentation will be longer than the bottom line. It'll look like a keystone. Oh okay. See that? Okay. Keystoning. Yeah, big so problem knew, yeah. in the projection business, right? Keystoning, yeah, I've never projection heard that. friends. I guess well, I need to get in the projection See, business. There you go. Uh, okay, so these are things. These are habits that will like they're underneath everything, right? They're, That's they correct. hold everything together, and anything else that we teach can be put into these. So I've got, uh, we've got, we kind of worked on these together, didn't yep. we? Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, so here's one: the uh, keystone habit of intense preparation. Intense preparation. Now, intense can be scary for some people. I feel like, ish. And what I meant by intense is not necessarily the level of like uh, fervor that yeah, you stress prepare, and, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Ee, like tension around it. Yeah. It's more about that I do it all the time in all things, right? So the salespeople that I work with that perform the best have the keystone habit of preparation and the way it shows itself, they prepare their days, they prepare their weeks, they prepare their months, they prepare quarters and years. Mm -hmm. They prepare for sales meetings, they prepare for sales presentations, they prepare for sales closings. They prepare for sales implementations. They're always ahead of whatever's about to happen. Mm -hmm. A good majority of salespeople I work with who perform in that more middle category uh, go on the floor. Wing it. They wing it yeah. all the time in all things. So they're they're you know doing this and doing that, and they're just showing up. Yeah. And like, oh, I didn't have that, and didn't have that. And so it, 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 they don't plan their weeks. They don't plan their days. They don't plan their months, that sort of thing. So intense preparation, keystone habit. I love that one. Yes. 
as you were talking, I was just thinking about a call I had today with a client, and uh, it's a fairly new group of people, and they're selling a product that's a little bit difficult to sell. It's something new in the market, and and I asked each of them. I said, "What is your what's your story? What's the story when you, when somebody when you go out to a prospect's office and they say, "Well, tell me about the X Y Z. What do you say?" And mm-hmm. there were ten people on the call. I got ten different ten different oh, responses. Oh wow, interesting. And I said, "How many of you guys?" And it was one lady and lady yep. have written down what you just told me. Of course, I knew the answer because if they would have written it down, it wouldn't have been so uh, zero. It was wing it zero zero. And so I think that's what you're talking about. This is intense prep. Do you have anything written down? How do you handle the first call? That's right. What's your upfront agreement? How do you handle resistance? Yeah. So when someone says, "Hey, your price is too high," you had better have a way to handle it and not. No, it's not. I mean, yes. you better have a a good solid way. And if it's not written down, you're not prepared. Love it. Love it. It's yeah. not. It's good. That's a great drill to do for a salesman it is. listening. Yeah. Have everyone write down or just say it out loud and see how different it is. See if they've got it written down. They probably don't. That's right. It's good stuff. And then you can tweak what you write down and get that right. And then you can go to memorize yeah. it or, or rehearse it. Absolutely. And, and, you know, people I think in sales are reluctant to write it down because, well, you know, I don't want to talk off of a script. I don't want to read it. Of course it's you're not, not going to read it. That's not what we're teaching. But if you're not, oh. uh, if you're not wise enough to have all that, all that, documented and you can mess with the words and then get that thing perfect and then deliver it. I like it. Okay. I had uh, number two here, which we agreed on both. And that is this, the idea of getting right mentally. You know, we have this program called all in and we spent a lot of time talking about that. We also have the ultimate pregame, which is a free uh, giveaway. You can go to advancedsellingpodcast.com and get that. And that's for how do you prepare for a call? Are you, it's pregame. It's not, the game hasn't started yet, but you got to get ready and I think there's a, a fair amount of mental preparation that you can do. And one I had, I know you've got others, one I had was just in the morning before you go out to the world, spend a little quiet time. Mm. And it could be in meditation. I know meditation, we, a lot of people talk about that. Uh, it doesn't have to be any kind of formal thing other than just be with yourself for five or 10 minutes, look at your day, just visualize how it's going to go, any kind of issues, if there's some if there's some red hot issues, just imagine yourself successfully positioning those and coming out of those. Just a mental check-in is Love important. It. Love it. I like when people talk about meditation. A lot of people do that, don't they? It's a very quiet thing, but we talk a lot about meditation. Yeah. See, like, kind of the, the irony and all that. So instead of meditating on meditation, kind of a fun thing. We just talk about <laughs> it. I don't know. I'm just being silly. Yeah, I think... Uh, I, it's I like, a great thing. Uh, yeah, meditation is good. I think there's some. Really I, I'm starting to do healthy. it a little bit. It's it's valuable. Very but again, healthy. I'm not. We're not here to sell that. We're just more here to to get you to think. What can I do every morning just to get right? Yeah, get right in the head. Yeah. I like it. Uh, here's one, and that is um, uh, consistent commitment to improvement at the margins in all things. Right, and so this loaded sentence here. Consistent means I do it all the time. Commitment just says that that I'm all in on this thing. And then I, um, uh, it's to improvement, so I'm always trying to better yeah, myself, and yeah. it's at the margin. So what that means is we're not wholesale changing. So that's the keystone habit. I'm constantly looking for subtle ways to improve at the margin in any subject. So if it's I want to be a better questioner, then I can improve my yeah. questions. If I want to be a better uh, prospector, I improve at the margin on prospecting. If I want to be a better storyteller, it doesn't matter what it is. The, the constant uh, commitment to improvement at the margin is the keystone habit yeah, that's good. for me on that That's one. really good. So. I've got a thing that I do uh, with my clients. It's a 30-day plan. And it's really just an action plan that's got seven or eight different fields. It's in a fillable PDF. And at the very bottom right, 
I have uh, skills for improvement in that. I want them to write every month one thing they're going to work on, yeah, which is exactly that. Great. Keeps it in front of them. And sometimes people struggle with, well, I don't know, I don't, I don't yeah. know what to put. Well, you just search. Just think about it. You'll yeah. find something. And like you said, Brian, it could be just how to ask a question, how to embrace, how to talk money. Yeah. It could be something really simple like that. Yeah. And it changes too, right? It's not like I've always worked on the same problem, right? Absolutely. Right? So good. good stuff. I had a, a your turn or mine. Your turn. Okay, I had one here that we almost never talk about. Yeah. And I and I know you are uh, subscribed to this concept of being in shape physically, and we don't talk about nutrition. We don't talk about fitness so much. But w- I have found that when I'm stronger, when I'm lifting weights, when I'm doing things that are good for my body, and uh, you know, including what I put into it in terms of food, and I'm not the greatest at it, but. When I'm in good physical shape, my mental outlook changes significantly. Yeah, and uh, I started a routine here a couple of years ago, and I it's it's uh, it, I went through some soreness, I went through some periods, but now I've got it to where I'm really feeling a lot stronger, and I do think that it has helped my income. I think it helps me be present with another person, and um, so I, I I would like to hear your thoughts on that. But fitness, I think, is huge. It's one of those things that. Um I, I don't in any way, shape, or form hold myself out to be a fitness guru. Right. And I have my own path that I'm on physically, and it's a, it's definitely a path that's committed, and it's a path that's not perfect, and I work on nutrition and working out and those sorts of things. And there's no doubt that when you are in physically good shape and you are a salesperson, you're, everything is better. Yep. Everything is better. Yep. You feel better about yourself. Your confidence is up. Your um, energy is up. Your ability to critically think is up. Everything is better when you're physically fit and, and everyone, every salesperson has the, uh, the reasons. So absolutely I'm on the road, I've used it. I've used minutes, it. you know, I'm flying into McDonald's fast food. I'm sucking down convenience, smart food in between calls. I don't have time. I'm going to big business dinners. I got to eat and drink at night. All <laughs> those things you salespeople are listening. So I know some of you are driving around and you're looking in the mirror and you're feeling your waistline going, I just don't feel good. Yeah. Just, it's just, it's, and I won't say it's easy. I use my fitness pal. That's an app right? That yep. I just plug my calories in and I go work out a few times a week. And it's just amazing. We start to pay attention to that, just how different, and then everything falls in shape, yeah. right? Everything yeah. just follows suit. And so. I think we don't talk about it on this podcast because we don't hold ourselves out that way. We're, yeah. we're just, we're not fitness gurus and don't want to be, we but are with you. it does, it yes. does make a difference. It absolutely makes a difference. Yeah. And we now talk about food on our podcast. We will start. Because we have another right new now. sponsor that's a food company, which I just love. And I've got friends that do this, and they swear by it. It's called Blue Apron. Mm. I just said that. Everyone's going, yep, I use it. And those of you who use it know it's awesome. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-cut Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. Mm. This is great. For less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals right at home. You get wonderful variety, super flexible. You can customize the recipes based on your preferences, choose different delivery options, and it's super easy. Every meal's got a step-by-step instruction uh, that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Based on what we just talked about, salespeople, you got to look up Blue Apron. Do this. Check out this week's menu and get two meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash advanced selling. I'm going to read that again. Check out this week's menu and get two meals free with free shipping. 
That's totally free by going to blueapron.com slash advanced selling. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash advanced selling. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So that our listeners know, th- we did not do this because of that. No. This no, no, was no. all done before we uh, no. knew what uh, Content sponsors were. Yeah. And then the, the right I love that. I love right that. It's a great example program. of uh, yeah how to use that better. Yeah. Okay, next. Uh, I'm out. You're I've out. got nothing left. you got one more. Okay, I you? had one more, yeah. and uh, I know you're a big fan of this. And I think sometimes sales can be lonely. You know, you're on the road, you're dealing with customers, and sometimes you just don't have a, a, a place to plug into. And we hope that you use the Advanced Selling Podcast for that. But I think there's one better, and that is to get some kind of a group or some friends or people who are maybe colleagues who want to grow. And you do some kind of a, a mastermind, a peer group, whatever you want to call it, and do it on a once-a-month basis, I think you'll find the loneliness goes away. I think yeah. you'll find that by coming together with four or five people, all who have probably similar issues yeah. over the course of a month, I think you'll start to feel stronger because you'll realize that you're not the only one that feels that way. And if you've got a big deal and you're struggling with it, everybody around that table will have had a big deal at some point, Amen. and they can help walk, walk you through it. So a uh, peer group. I have an idea for that okay. that I just thought of. Okay. Because we have podcast listeners all over the globe. We do. And if you're in the podcast LinkedIn group, which is advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn, or just go to LinkedIn and look for Advanced Selling Podcast Group, I bet you could find four or five oh, or that. eight or ten people in your city yep. that you could form a little Advanced Selling Podcast group, that. right? And you just go, it doesn't have to be super formal. Just go to lunch or meet for breakfast or something once a month, help hold each other accountable, talk about the things we talk about in here. Absolutely. Maybe have someone come over and make Blue Apron dinner for you, right? Yeah. That. See what I did yeah. there, Bill? See I, what saw I, did. That. I saw that. <laughs> I think that would be that. an interesting thing. And I've been, a peer, I've been in a peer group for 10 years, big fan of it. It's uh, what I always say is uh, one of my best investments I've ever made myself yeah. in my business is my peer group. So Yeah, peer groups are good, and, and I know salespeople. And, and don't always do it just with your friends who also sell. No. Uh, like Brian said, take a look at the LinkedIn group or get somebody who maybe you know who is advancing and who's growth-minded. Those are the key things. There. Really good. Okay, that does it for today's episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. If you haven't thought about it, now you have thought about it. Bring us out to your company. We love to come see you, visit, do a program with you, whether it's for a sales team, regional sales meeting, national sales meeting, keynote speech, association event, doesn't matter. Send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Put it in the subject line, come see us, and we'll get the conversation started. Go to the LinkedIn group, advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. Lots of good, smart people mm-hmm. hanging out there. And last thing, if you haven't done the, uh, if you're not downloaded the app, the app is the best way to consume the podcast, I think. So go to the iTunes store, your app store, and look for the Advanced Selling Podcast app, and uh, you'll be glad that you did that. That's it. We'll see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. Bye.